You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Man, I was so happy for you, right, that you finally got introduced to one of my favorite worlds that I got introduced to at Fantastic Fest. Oh, really? Yeah, which is horror movies set it, that are made in Indonesia, right? Yeah. Uh, this one, Bloodflower, specifically in Malaysia, but it's turned into a real thing at Fantastic Fest. We're all like, oh, dude, if it's an Indonesian horror film, we're watching it. It's going to be hardcore. I did not have any expectations walking into this movie, and... Honestly, the the tiles like blood flower, um, and whoops, uh, <laughs> I was not prepared. Uh, no, I knew you wouldn't. I didn't want to tell you much about it. Remember me going? Yeah, I don't really remember what this is about. I remembered what it was about. You son, you lied to me. I did. I just wanted you to go in as cold as possible. I didn't know for sure it was going to be good. What else I mean, were you lying to me about? I don't know much about this particular director. Dane said or Said, maybe I'm mm-hmm. not sure how you pronounce it, but um. He did work on an action drama called Bunohan. I've heard of, but not seen. Hmm. But uh, this is his first horror film. And people were comparing it to Joko Anwar, who is one of the big Indonesian names. He did Impetigor, which is on Shudder. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I've heard about that. Uh, and then uh, my favorite, Timo Tiahanto, who did uh, May the Devil Take You and Satan Slaves and just so many. I mean, he's my favorite. I mm-hmm. love him. He did. Uh, you have seen something by him. You saw the last VHS film. Uh-huh. Uh, do you remember the one where it was like a person waking up and they've been experimented on and they have like a, like a camera in their head and yes. shit? Yeah, and they're all the crazy oh, that's like him? Frankenstein things that go like that just start killing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was him. Oh <laughs> my god. Yeah, brutal, violent as shit, but super inventive horror is the the trademark and and horror that goes places that. Most other horror directors are just aren't willing to go. <laughs> no, I mean, I was I was very surprised with a lot of things because I, it felt like we we're like South Korean and and even some other uh, like maybe European Spain, Spain like yeah. even those countries like don't go as far as the, some of this stuff that it oh no yeah like we were talking about like Project Wolf Hunter or what hunting uh, and. Like it was pretty gnarly. Korea but like, will go there on occasion. On like, occasion, the, was the the one uh, the with the cop hunting the serial killer that was so great. Oh, devil. I saw the devil. I saw the devil. That one kind of went there. It kind of, but yeah. there's a couple things in this. I was like, well, I don't think you can do that. No, this is, yeah, no, this is uh, these films do go to that level, and I don't mean like where it feels like. Why would anyone want to watch that? The way it was like you know a Serbian film or something, right? I mean, yeah. Like, why would anyone ever want to do that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like stuff where you're like. Okay, this, I mean, it follows. It's just like, fuck. And um, this film follows this kid named Iqbal and his mother. They are both uh, 
psychics, mystics. It's like their whole family is like on the mother's uh, side is on the mother's side, but like the, the whole family's involved with it. Like they do exorcisms and uh, they're like the, the Warrens in a way, but actually legitimate. And, uh, (laughs) and, uh, and so, but the mother and the son, they do have powers where the father's kind of like, controlling at least like the situation yeah, they can see the dead and ghosts and I mean, the mom's always like they really can't hurt you the the things that you see yeah yeah but the things that can hurt you is when you get a, a demon or in this in the first case that they encounter here a, a gin yeah uh those things want to fuck you up and they can fuck you up yeah so you got to watch it and unfortunately with their first in- encounter we see uh mama takes on something a little better, bigger than she can handle, and for, unfortunately, she passes away. Mamma mia. But, you know, there's no one else in the family for the son to talk to about his experiences because the father knows he has it, but ha- doesn't doesn't share this ability. And right, there's right. a younger daughter that, at least at this point, has shown no sign of any abilities herself, so he's alone. And he has a group of friends he hangs out with, but, you know, they don't really understand. You can tell he's kind of the outsider in that group in some yeah, ways. Yeah, he's the, the loner that he gets... He, you know, you see the scenes where he's, uh, you know, overseeing them playing soccer or something yeah. like that. He's like, I was like, I want to do that. Yes. Uh, but like, I'm so damaged, which he is. I mean, yeah. he is, you know, in, he has PTSD from what, like his mom dying right in front of him. Right. And also he has something, his, it didn't appear his mom did have, which is a kind of clairvoyance where he sees things before they happen and usually yeah. pretty horrible shit when it, before it happens. Uh, yes. Like he tends to see when people are going to die and what they'll look like when they're dead. And yes. you're like, oh shit. Well, anyway, dad gets a job, a little side hustle where like there's a guy who lives in the building who right off the bat, you're like, well, that guy's kind of a jerk, huh? Because like the kid's best friend is this girl, ah boy, who's kind of a tomboy. Who oh, was, right. like He just abandoned them after like, you know, giving birth to... Uh, the mom gave birth to her and there was an older sister at one point who disappeared but you're like wow that guy's kind of a jackass but he's still in the fucking building he's off on a trip and he's got this crazy green room of just carnivorous plants yeah like, that's cr- right yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like oh i want you to take care of my green room while i'll be away for like a month or so it, it kind of threw me for a loop when his character was introduced and then he was gone yeah and i was like wait wasn't there a guy here? Like, right. what the hell's going on? I, I kind of forgot. But, you know, the kid immediately is like, wants to impress his friend. So he steals the keys and shows the kids the place. And there's like a locked door with some sort of mystic symbol on it. And of course, the kids being kids rip the symbol off the door and uh, the door suddenly whoosh, flies open. You're like, now nah, you've done it. We're, boys we're, will be boys. And sure enough, there's something in that empty room that uh is not good no. and starts uh killing people and killing kids specifically yeah it, it goes there and there's even like some pretty gnarly images of like smaller kids uh it's yeah. like whoa well that's the thing is like at first you're like all right so it's kind of a monster hunt film but it's unusual because this kid who doesn't isn't at the height of his abilities doesn't really know how to do what his mom could do right right um is wants to learn but also doesn't want to learn yeah you know he has like a local priest cast a spell on him to take away his abilities but it doesn't really work right you know it just lessens them uh and but he's still he's being tortured by this his friends are being killed what is he to do there's no one there really to help him and when we get to the point of the film in the third act where it starts getting into okay so here's the explanation for what's happening. You know, look, a lot of horror movies will do like, okay, here's the stuff you missed that happened 10 years ago. Right. Uh, Some of the, you thought the stuff we saw before was gnarly. Holy shit. This goes to some insanely dark places. (laughs) Yes, it does. Uh, And I, uh, I guess I will commend this movie quite a bit. uh, And and like the directors that 
I guess uh, they don't mind putting kids like in peril. It's like when you mm-hmm. see. I remember when uh, seeing like or watching uh, Attack the Block when some of the kids got just destroyed, and like they're their friend groups. And they're like, wait, I'm gonna, you don't kill the Goonies. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I was like, fuck me, this is going there. But this place is like, holy Christ. Yep, they are. Uh, I mean, I, and also all the kid safe. actors were good. Yeah, they're they, really good. They give them a lot of personality, so you kind of get the feeling of who each, what type of kid each kid is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's a sequence that, you know, eventually you do get another big possession sequence with one of the kids involved. Yeah. And you're like, oh, who knew she was a contortionist the whole time? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> That's pretty brutal. You're like, wow this is uh a lot to yeah. watch uh, and I this is a, looking wh- over at you you know like, like big smile was like ah and you're just like eyes wide open good oh fuck because <laughs> <laughs> it was also like it was the one of the midnight ones yeah. and uh just watching it's like because you know we just got in, like a couple other things i think we just saw like the menu and getting into this i was like Oh my god, I don't think I was prepared for this. Like, this is fucking nuts. <laughs> Suffice it to be said, if you have experienced the, the Indonesian horror industry and possessions, you really you, like if... it, well, you probably wouldn't want to watch a film about possessions if you'd been possessed, <laughs> or if there was such a thing in real life as possession. Wish they would just stop making these movies. <laughs> Aw, we're going to talk about your childhood again? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is trigger warning. Trigger, trigger warning. Show us on the doll's soul where Satan touched you. <laughs> <laughs> but if you like those movies, I think Blood Flower is probably something that is going to be right up your alley. I can't say that I thought this was as impressive a film as the films by Timo Tijanto or Joko Anwar, who are no question like just incredibly good at what they do and keep delivering great content. Both yeah. of them also have done some really good action movies as well, yeah. for the record. But um, this is a solid new entry in in their industry. And if you like I said, if you like those, you're going to like that too. Or if you've never watched one of these this is as good a starting place as any yeah it, i mean for me i'd love to go and uh ex, you know watch the other films and from the country that yeah, are, most it, of them are on shutter oh yeah, yeah. and then I, I i would say recommend it and go for it because yeah. it's it's crazy <laughs> yeah i mean if you really really like hardcore horror that's unlike anything you've really seen before that goes places you just don't think anybody would have the balls to do uh there's like at least eight or nine of them on shutter that are all worth watching <laughs> hells bales <laughs>